Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans. Today, it's October 4th. The time is 10.10 a.m. October 4th, which is Sunday, 10.10 a.m. October 4th, 2020. Yes, there is a message from God. We have to stay on the wall. I have to stay on the wall. I have to keep my watch. I have to be the witness. I pray that you will stay on your watch and you will be witnesses of Jesus Christ. I pray that when this message reaches you it will find you well in perfect peace once your mind is stayed on him so father god i thank you for another day i thank you that you've called me uh you've placed your spirit your holy spirit inside of me your oracle to bring your word to your people I do not take it lightly. And Father God, this is a clarion call. And to some, they might think, well, we tired eating the same bread. Meaning, we're tired hearing the same word. We're tired hearing the same instructions. But the reason you're giving the same instructions and the same words because you don't want no one to be left behind saying, well, I didn't hear. I didn't know the way. He's making it clear to you that, yes, Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. He also wants you to know that you came into this world condemned. Sin condemns us. So if you never open up our heart and ask Jesus to come into our heart, we can die condemned. That is not what he wants us to do. That's why he came to save us, to redeem us back to the Father. So he's pleading with you. It's a clarion call. He knows why. And he's blowing the trumpet. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's using to blow the trumpet. But he that hath an ear will hear. And I pray not only hear, but obey what they're hearing. And this morning, here is one of the songs he gave me. Because sometimes, some people think the air they breathe belong to them. They forget, they forget that it came from God. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe, your holy presence living in me, and I am desperate for you, and I am lost without you, and I am desperate for you. Are you desperate for him? Let us get to the place of desperation that we want him. You're all I need. You're all I need, Jesus, you're all I need.
You're all I need. You're all I need. Every need supplied. Every need supplied. If you need healing, here's what you need. If you need Deliverance is all you need. If you need peace, he will give you that peace. If you need comfort, he will comfort you. He's all I need. You're all I need. Jesus, you're all I need. You're all I need. You're all I need. Every need supplied. You can't and I cannot even walk without him holding my hand. Because he doesn't hold my hand. I will fall into the ditch of sin and despair. I don't want to walk without him holding my hand. I thought the number one would surely be me. I thought I could be what I wanted to be, I thought I could be in life sinking sand, but I can't even walk without you holding my hand. Lord, I can't even walk without you holding my hand the mountain is too high and the valley is too wide down on my knees i learn to stand because i can't even walk without you holding my hand i thought i could do a lot on my own i thought i could make it all alone i thought of myself as a mighty woman but i can't even walk without you holding my hand lord i can't even walk without you holding my hand the mountain is too high and the valley is too wide down on my knees i learn to stay because i can't even walk without you holding my hands no 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 we cannot walk we should not be walking without him holding our hands hand in hand we'll walk each day hand in hand along life's way walking thus i cannot stray hand in hand with Jesus, hand in hand, we walk each day, 
hand in hand along life's way walking thus i cannot stray hand in hand with jesus so hold on to god's unchanging hands please just take one at one day at a time one day at a time sweet jesus that's all i'm asking of you lord give me the strength to do everything that i have to do yesterday's gone sweet jesus and tomorrow may never be mine lord help me today show me the way one day at a time do you remember when you walk among men lord jesus i pray if you're looking this way it's worse now and then pushing and shoving clouding my mind lord for my sake teach me to take one day at a time one day at a time sweet jesus that's all i'm asking of you lord give me the strength to do every day the things i must do yesterday's gone sweet jesus and tomorrow may never be mine lord for my sake teach me to take one day at a time one day at a time but through it all whatever happens in that day or the hour or the week or the month or the year we have to learn to trust in jesus through it all through it all i've learned to trust in jesus i've learned to trust in god through it all through it all i've learned to depend upon his word i've been to a lot of places i've been a lot of places and i've seen a lot of faces there have been times i felt so all alone and in those lonely hours those precious lonely hours jesus let me know i was his own through it all through it all i've learned to trust in jesus i've learned to trust in god through it all through it all i've learned to depend upon his word depend <coughs> on his word remember to depend on his word i thank god for my mountains i thank god for my valleys i thank god for the storms he brought me through for if i never had a problem 
I never know that God could solve them. I never know what fate in God can do. I want to go and sing that again. I thank God for my mountains, for my mountains. What about you? I'm sure you've had mountains. I thank God for my mountains. I thank God for my valleys. I thank God for the storms he brought me through. For if I never had a problem, I never know that God could solve them. I never know what faith in God can do. And through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon His Word. The times are now that people are running to and fro. They are afraid. But we must trust in Jesus. Trusting Jesus, that is all. Trusting Jesus, that is all. And he will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. And here is the word from the Lord this morning. He says, this is a clarion call. What does the clarion call mean? It means this is a strong encouragement to do something. And the something he's calling us to do his will. Whatever he called you to do, do it. The trumpet is sounding all over the world by his messengers. He's blowing the trumpet. He sounded the alarm. He said to me in my sleep, Last night, two shall be at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. And then he said, what if? I was like, what if? He said, yes, what if he comes today? The king is coming. The king is calling. Are you ready? And here is our word. Luke chapter 17 verse 20 to 37 and I will read it's about the kingdom of God verse 20 says and when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come he answered them and said the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. And they shall say to you, See here, or see there. Go not after them, nor follow them. Verse 24, when Jesus comes again. For as a lightning that lighteneth out of the one part under heaven. Now that's some lightning. Shine it under the other part under heaven. So shall also the Son of Man be in his day. But first of all, but first, he suffer. But first, he suffer many things. And be rejected of this generation. And as it was in the days of Noah, well, we had that a, a few days ago, but he's touching it again. 
And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they did drink, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also as it was in the days of Lot. He's touching about the days of Lot now. Likewise as it was in the days of Lot. They did eat. They drank. They bought. They sold. They planted. They builded. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. God is revealing himself day by day, hour by hour, moment by moment. This time, he's revealing himself in a way that you have never seen it in your lifetime. Verse 31, in that day, he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lord's wife, whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I tell you, in that night, there shall be two men in one bed, the one shall be taken and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two men shall be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. The message today it's a clarion call. What if? What if he comes today? The king is calling. Are you ready? Right now, there's much planting. Even if people don't have a big yard, they're buying the wooden planters to plant. There's much planting going on. You can plant in the ground, or you can plant in the planter, the planter boxes, but there's much planting going on. There is much buying going on. At the beginning of the pandemic, they were grabbing everything at our stores. They were storing up, especially food. And they were stocking up on clothing too. But the alcoholics, they were buying out the liquor stores, stocking them up in their houses to make sure they have their beers and their alcoholic drinks. People were buying, selling, building. That's what they're doing. Listen, the Son of Man is about to be revealed with power, majesty, and glory. Yes, repentance is going to take place. Some things are going to draw us to repentance. Then, then, hear me, then the greatest revival that the earth has ever seen is about to take place. But not before the repentance. So here we go. Luke 17 from verse 28. Hmm. Oh man. This 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 is a word. The time is coming well you when you will 
long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. You will not see it. Verse 20. The Pharisees asked when God's kingdom would come, not knowing that it had already arrived. The kingdom of God is not like an earthly kingdom with geographical boundaries. Instead, it begins with the work of God's spirit in people's lives and in relationships. Still today, we must resist looking to institutions or programs for evidence of the progress of God's kingdom. Instead, we should look for what God is doing in people's hearts. Many will claim to be the Messiah, and it's happening all over the world. It's been happening for years, but it's even getting worse. And many will claim that Jesus has returned, and people will believe them. Jesus wants us never to take such reports seriously, no matter how convincing they may sound. When Jesus returns, his power and his presence will be evident to everyone. No one will need to spread the message because all will see for themselves. Life will be going on as usual on the day Christ returns. There will be no warning. Some things happened recently. Everybody was, they was having a good time. Having a very good time partying and all of that. And suddenly, 10 of the people who were partying, they're now in the hospital fighting for their life. But they didn't, they didn't have Christ in their mind. They was having fun. And suddenly, Life will be going on as usual on the day Christ returns. The songwriter says, Christ returneth, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, amen. Let's be ready. What if? There will be no warning. What is happening now with this plague? It's not giving you any warning because it's invisible. You can't see it. But you could be in a building. A lot of buildings people are in now working. And suddenly, the plague move upon one person or two or three. And suddenly, they didn't know that they have it. They didn't know that the plague touched them until, whoa, it developed. It developed into a slight fever. It could develop in a headache. Next thing you know, your limbs have no strength. Then you're thinking you just have a flu. And when you discover, suddenly you got hit. with a deadly plague. We need Jesus. We need to call on him. He's the only one who can heal, deliver, and set us free from this deadly plague. Call it, call it the right word. It's a plague. It's a demonic spirit. At the same time, he don't want you to dwell on it. He wants you to keep your eyes on him, be focused on him. Keep doing the things he's called you to do. And the songwriter said, When I see the blood, when I see the blood, when I see 
the blood. I will pass, I will pass over you. A lot of people are talking. A lot of ministers are preaching and teaching. That's good and well. Oh man, listen. I would instruct some people who are living in their own house. Maybe three or four or five people in the house. I don't know. But it's your own yard that is closed in. You can walk around your yard. You can put your mask on and sing the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood of Jesus because there's power in the blood of Jesus. That does not mean you have to be let your guard down and don't be wise. But now the thing is there's power in the blood of Jesus, yes. There's healing and deliverance in the blood of Jesus. But when I see the blood, I'll pass over you, meaning the blood bought Christians, the person who has surrendered their life to the Lord Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. What if life will be going on as usual on the day Christ returns? There will be absolutely no warning. There are some people in, in, in our, our house of assembly right now. There was not a warning that they are going to they were going to get uh, um, um, hit with the virus. It suddenly happened. We need to really pray for one another and love one another as Christ loved us. Most people will be going about their everyday tasks. Everyday task. I said it again. They will be going about their everyday task. Indifferent to the demands of God. They will be as surprised by Christ's return as the people in Noah's day wore by the flood. Or the people in Lord's day. I am sure Lord had just finished building that three-story house with balcony upstairs and balcony downstairs and porches and, and gazebos and all of that. And he had just finished furnishing that house. Because remember, they were moving from place to place. And I'm sure Miss Lot, she decorated that place and put food and everything. Everything was in place. And here comes a message. In Lord's state, the place was destroyed. Sodom and Gomorrah. And so as far as Lord's wife is concerned, I don't believe this is God. And I don't know where you're taking me. I'm going back to my three-story house. I'm going back to collect my things. So what happened? She might not have verbally said it, but it was in her mind. Her mind was still in Sodom. Your mind have to be on the things of Jesus, of the Lord, of God. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this world will grow strangely dim. In the light of his glory and grace. There's nothing wrong if God blessed you with some things. Because he promises to restore us, to prosper us. But our minds can't be loaded down with these things. My neighbor down the street, he had plenty of things. He had a lot of gas stations. He had businesses. 
my neighbor. But a week before he died, I had to minister to him Jesus Christ, the real Jesus Christ. Because same with your lips and your heart is not there. What if he comes today? And so that week, he was transformed. He gave his life to the Lord Jesus and he realized God was getting ready to take him. And so the thing about it is that when the Holy Spirit was telling me to go to him, I was like, go to him? He thinks I'm crazy. He told me that I was crazy. The Holy Spirit kept telling me, go to him. I was like, how could I? So then God gave me a dream of him calling me. And the next day the phone rang, he called me. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord, Lord Jesus. I repented then. He called me. And I was able to minister Jesus to him. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. So the day that he passed, his blood was not on my hand. Oh, blessed be the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, when you tell me to do something, to do it, not to wait. Because what if? Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. What if? And that day when the police came and the hearse came and I stood outside and watched them put him in that hearse. I didn't see no house going in there. I didn't see no gas stations going in there. I didn't see no businesses going with him. Oh my gosh, help us Lord. Not to be caught up in all these things. You want us to enjoy it, but not to take it to heart. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. So here comes Miss Lot and her mind, she wanted to go back. And I'm sure going, she was rowing Mr. Lot saying, I don't know where you carry me, I going back. She didn't even get a foot to turn back because the judgment fell that very moment and she turned to a pillar of salt. You stay right there, think she just was salt. She died. Yes, yeah, so the monument of the pillar of salt or the spot where it happened, still there, but she died. What if, what if, God is speaking and saying, what if, are you ready? What if, what if he comes today? Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. What if he comes for you today? What if he comes? What if, are you ready? We know, we don't know the time of Christ's return, but we do know that he's coming. He may come today, he may come tomorrow, or centuries in the future, we don't know. Whenever he comes, we must be morally and spiritually ready. Let's live as if Jesus were returning today. What if? What if? Jesus warned against false security. We are to abandon the values and attachments of this world in order to be ready for Christ's return. The old people used to say, wear it loose. I didn't understand what they mean, but as I grew in the Lord, I understand. Wear it loose. There's a lot of people in the Bahamas, I'm sure, who has parked a little suitcase because they heard the flood was coming. They've already parked their little, little, little suitcase that you could carry on, that their passport and their documents and maybe a few days of change of clothing. Yeah, that's the physical things. But what about your heart? Have you packed everything? Have you packed Jesus in that suitcase? <laughs> oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Help me, Jesus. Have you packed him in your heart? 
Is your heart right with God? If he comes, you the package, you the suitcase. But make sure the documents inside is love, is salvation. Make sure. The Bible say, make sure your calling and election are sure. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. We are to abandon the values and attachments of this world in order to be ready for Christ's return. I remember when God was tripping me because I was attached to everything like all of us are. Some of us are. We have not detached ourselves. But he sure detached me. I'm in my dining room and, and, and I turn on the light in 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 the in the triple china closet with with finally he had blessed me with all these um china expensive china and so forth and and light was in the closet and in the nighttime i would turn on the light and just sit down and look at look at it look at that glitter <laughs> and the chandelier he had blessed me at the ceiling was such a beautiful chandelier and i would just sit in there and just think of when i was young how we were so poor we were laying on the floor on pieces of clothing <laughs> and i always just say when i get older i'm gonna be rich <laughs> and as a little child i i'd go to the, the 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 teacher teacher's home and i'd see him drinking the sweet milk on the bread and i'd be just eyeing and i said lord when i get older I'm going to buy me a case of sweet milk and have all my bread because I'm going to be rich. <laughs> oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. When I got older, I wasn't rich. <laughs> but I wasn't sleeping on the floor anymore. <laughs> I had house and beds and whatever. I had a job making money. <laughs> but when it pleased the Lord, he said, okay, these are your items. I'm going to strip you. So he stripped me right back laying on the floor again. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Until I totally yielded and surrendered to him. Sitting in the dining room looking at the lights glitter. Man. And he said, okay, they're your idols. Give it up. Give it everything out of that dining room away. And so I gave everything out of the dining room. The only thing was left was the tiles on the floor and the walls. Yeah, but there was something else left. He said, look up. It was a chandelier. Beautiful chandelier. He said, get the man and take that down and give it away. God will strip you if you yield. And if you don't yield, when he tell you give it up, then he'll have the thief come in and take it from you. Because they your idols. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But the same God. When you yield. And go through your stripping. The same God will restore you back. More than you ever had. Because the Bible said. The blessings of the Lord. And make it rich. And added no sorrows to it. And as you can hear me. No matter what he pour on me. I love him. I love him. I love him more than these things we're gonna leave them here he given us to, to enjoy everyday life but he don't want us to get so caught up idolizing it blessed be the name of the lord jesus jesus warned against false security we are to abandon the values and attachments of this world in order to be ready for christ's return his return will happen suddenly and when he comes, there will be no second chances. You know, listen. Before he was given a second and third and fourth chances, there will be no second chances. Some will be taken to be with him. The rest will be left behind. Well, what, well, what I see happening now, you figure it out. There are many households all over the world with this pandemic. When you listen, one is gone 
but the pandemic attached to, to the rest of them. When you listen, another one is gone. Well, it's still taken. Another one left. So look, we are right in the end time. We are. The set time is now. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Some will be taken to be with him. The rest will be left behind. To answer the disciples' question, Jesus quoted a familiar proverb. One vulture circling overhead does not mean much. But a gathering of vultures means that a dead body is nearby. Well, listen. When I went on my third missionary journey, which was in Andros, six years before God had told me in a dream that I would go to Low Sound, and in the dream, he took me to Low Sound, and I saw what Low Sound looked like. Low Sound, okay? <laughs> Listen, I consider Low Sound as Lodabar. Anyway, six years later, he told me, get ready to go to Low Sound. Well, when I went to Low Sound, a lovely lady took me in her house. As a matter of fact, I was getting ready to get something that is cool in a store, and this lady passed by and said, she know she knew me. Mrs. Davins, where are you going now? I said, Well, God has sent me on a mission to Andres to Low Sound, and I never been there in my life. She said, Oh, my sister lived there. Um, here's a number, call her and husband will pick you up from there. But I said, but she doesn't even know me. She said, don't, don't worry. I'm going to call her. So I went to Lausanne and sure enough, her husband came and picked me up. But what I saw in cycling, I never saw those birds before. They were vultures in Andros. I was like, what? I never saw those birds. But one vulture circling overhead does not mean much. But a gathering of vultures means that a dead body is nearby. Likewise, one sign of the end may be may not be significant. One sign might not be significant. The locusts, we've read about it in different parts of the world. This pandemic, which we've never experienced before, they're all signs. Likewise, one sign of the end may not be significant. But when many signs occur, many signs have been recurring. And it's getting worse and worse every day. Means the second coming is near. What if? What if? Are you ready? What if? Is your heart right with God? That's what he's saying. Is your heart right with God? That's what he's saying. He's saying it's a clarion call. He's saying it's a set time. It's a set time. It's time to be ready. Is time to be ready is your heart right with god blessed be the name of the lord jesus so he's letting us know i'm showing you all these signs i'm showing it to you so he's giving us an invitation. What if? The king is calling. Well, when we look at when we look at Mephibosheth, he was down in Lodabar. 
suddenly the king called for him. The king sent for him. So the king is calling people. Some of them he's snatching them away. The king is calling people. Some of them he's getting them ready to go out into the harvest and win souls. He's preparing them. He's been preparing them for a long time. So there's two sets of people. The set he's calling into the harvest. He's prepared them. He's prepared their hearts. He prepared them. They don't have to worry. He will provide for them. There's another set who are in the valley of decision. Who have not given their life to the Lord Jesus. They need to make a decision. Because what if? What if? What if? When we continue to sin, we cut ourselves off from God's help and isolate ourselves. When you feel lonely and separated from God, remember that God does not abandon you. Our sins cut us off from him. But the only sure cure for this kind of loneliness is to restore a meaningful relationship with God by confessing your sin, obeying his instructions, and communicating regularly with him. How do I communicate with him? By his word. Get in the word. His word is light and his truth. So when, when the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, they were two cities. God completely destroyed their great wickedness. Even right now, as I speak, there are places in the world that is burning down. A lot of people are dead. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. judgment people don't want to call that word but justice is going to prevail God is unhappy with sacrifices God is revoking the system of sacrifices God is calling for sincere faith and devotion. What if? So I pray that even though you might think, why does she keep speaking this way? Because it's a clarion call. Just like no had that clarion call. Abraham, the intercessor, was sent into, he was in there in Sodom and Gomorrah, pleading with them, pleading, pleading to God, pleading to them. What if, God, well, what if I find five? Couldn't find none. Couldn't, could not. And I want you to understand, Sodom and Gomorrah was not only about homosexuals. It was about homosexuals, lesbians, haters, sinners. The sin had reached to his stench, had reached his nostrils. And the anger of God. What if? He loves us, and he's still stretching out his hand of love, saying, come unto me, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So is your heart right with God? 
Have thy affections been nailed to the cross? Is thy heart right with God? Countest thou all things for Jesus but lost? Is thy heart right with God? Hast thou dominion or self and or sin? Is thy heart right with God? Over all evil without and within, Is thy heart right with God? Is there no more condemnation for sin? Is thy heart right with God? Does Jesus rule in the temple within? Is thy heart right with God? Are all thy powers under Jesus' control? Is thy heart right with God? Does he each moment abide in thy soul? Is thy heart right with God? I art thou now walking in heaven's pure light? Is thy heart right with God? Is thy soul wearing the garment of white? Is thy heart right? with God. Is thy heart right with God? Washed in the crimson flood, cleansed and made holy, humble and lowly, right in the sight of God. And yes, the message was, what if he comes today? And the answer is, we can be ready. Because in the Bahamas, just about every road you pass, there are churches, there's barrooms. There are churches. So you've heard the word, either when you went to church, or someone went through the highways and byways and told you about Jesus. Or you listen to the radio or you care not to listen. But someone is going to tell you because he don't want you to die without being saved. So I pray that your heart will be right with God. What if he comes today? It's a clarion call to be ready. Two shall be in the field. Like when I was growing up weeding or cutting bush, however, or harvesting, however, one shall be taken and the other left. Right now, let us be ready. I pray we all be ready when Jesus comes. And Father, I've given your people your word that you gave me today. Help me, Lord, to always be obedient to your word because your word says in Isaiah if I'm willing and obedient I will eat the good of the land but if I refuse and rebel I will be devoured by the sword and Lord I don't want to be devoured by the sword because the word of God said because of the mouth of the Lord has spoken it so help us Lord Jesus as they hear this word, help them to apply the word. Not just to be hearers, but doers of the world, of the word. And that they take their eyes of the worldly things, but they turn their eyes to Jesus. The things that you're asking them to do. Which is not a burden. Because you'll walk with them. You'll talk with them. You will tell them that they belong to you. You will love them. You will provide for them. 
because they are your children. But if they turn away from you, Lord Jesus, they're not under the cover. So help us to keep under your covering. Father, I ask you to cover them with grace and mercy and peace. May the peace of God that passes all understanding guard your hearts and mind today. And stay safe. And don't keep the word to yourself. Pass it on to others. Let them know. If you have friends, whoever, a smartphone, a cell phone, who can take the messages, send it to them. Share it. He don't want anyone to be left out. And the suitcase that you have packed with your stuff that you think the flood coming, and at least you'll have that. So if the flood, if the Holy Ghost, if God came now and say, I come to snatch you, where are you going with that? Make sure everything is your in your heart is packed. Salvation and truth. Nevertheless, the word of God said, the foundation of God standeth sure, having the seal, the Lord God knoweth those who are his. But let those who name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So God, I ask you to bless your people. And the bell has been rang. There's a clarion call. I love you. God bless you today.